0: Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. I'm calling this episode in my Bioweapons Blues series number 42. Rochelle Walensky is a monster, so I'm going to start off with a number of interviews with her. She was uh, brought before Congress answering questions from Representatives Green and Jordan. Uh, And then there's also an intro here, a guy by the name of Ivan... Reikland, uh confronts her and asks her to talk and testify about the upcoming trial that she should be in, but she's not, tells you a lot about where we are, that she hasn't been arrested. Then um, there's going to be some talk from Dr. McCullough about some of the shots. There's also a very interesting deposition by this guy Plotkin, how little he really cares what's in any of these shots. And then the sabotage of ivermectin with uh, Brett Weinstein and how they had to discredit that and then a report from Dykes about Bill Gates warning that a bioweapon will wipe out 30 million people and then finishing that off with Hotez lying again so I'm just gonna play these all back-to-back and then I will have some slides
1: Hey, Dr. Walensky, Ivan Raiklin, I really look forward to you testifying about your involvement in murdering 38,000 Americans due to the jab.
2: Mr. Jordan from Ohio. For Thank you, Mr. Minutes. Chairman. Doctor, why did you and the Biden administration mislead the American people? Um, you'd have to say more. I wouldn't claim March 29, that I did. 2021. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Vaccinated people don't get sick. We got that information from clinical trials, but also real world data. Seems to me there are a number of statements you make in there that aren't accurate. Um, do vaccinated people carry the virus? In March of
3: 2021, The vast majority of data demonstrated that the vast majority of people were not getting infected if they were vaccinated. That's not what you said.
2: You didn't say the vast majority of people. You said vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Was that accurate?
3: Uh, It was generally
2: accurate. Generally accurate. Why not just be accurate? Why not just tell the American people the truth? Why not say? Why don't you say to the American people just what you said to me? We're big boys and girls. We pay your salary. The government is supposed to be of the people, by the people, for the people. Why not just tell us the truth?
3: Uh, I was was six
2: weeks later when you said if you were to get infected during post vaccination, you can't give it to anyone else. Was that accurate?
3: Uh, What was the date of that? May 19,
2: 2021.
3: Um, At the time, we had the Wuhan strain and then the alpha strain. That was the alpha strain that was circulating. That was generally true.
2: Yeah. Generally true again. Why not again? Why not tell the American people this is generally true?
3: Um, I couldn't tell you the exact data on the vaccine effectiveness of symptomatic disease and severe disease at the time. What I can tell you is that we generally saw that if you were to get infected after you had been vaccinated, that you were not carrying the virus by transmitting it to somebody else. You could not transmit it to others.
2: But we know that's not accurate.
3: It was at the time. Now, what happened? Yes, in May of 2021. That was was true for the Alpha variant. What what happened? Let me ask you
2: about all the general statements that were made to the American people, not general statements, the way you guys said it. You said, uh, was it our tax dollars? Were our tax dollars used in the lab in, in China?
3: Uh, that is something that you would have to speak to NIH about.
2: Our tax dollars were used. Uh, it, it sure looks like it was gain-of-function research. It sure looks like it actually came from the lab, and we've had several agencies, federal agencies, say that's, in fact, where the virus originated. The Biden administration told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it. We know that's not accurate. The, Bi- the Biden administration told us the vaccinated couldn't transmit it. They told us mass works. and they told us there was no such thing as natural immunity. What I'm concerned with, let me ask the question this way. When the government told us, told the American people, that people who had been vaccinated couldn't get it, were they guessing or were they lying?
4: I don't know. All I know is there was evidence from the global pandemic that natural reinfection was occurring. And since the vaccine was based on natural immunity, you cannot make the conclusion that the vaccine will do better than natural infection although it can often do slightly better I think
2: that's I mean you're an expert you were on the task force. you were part of this this effort when you were in the previous administration and you're saying in this administration that you can't rule out the fact that our government was lying to us when they told us the vaccinated could not get the virus
4: I don't know about their discussions that they had in the task force so I can't tell you that. I can tell you as a family member who had individuals that were susceptible, of course, we got everybody vaccinated. But we still use layered protection during surges because I knew potentially the vaccine immunity would wane like natural immunity waned. And there was evidence that every four months reinfection was occurring in South Africa.
2: Wow. When the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't transmit it. Was that a lie or was that a guess or is it the same answer?
4: I think it was hope that the vaccine would work in that way. And that's why I think scientists and public health leaders always have to be at the table so, so being is, very clear what we know and what but we this, don't this know.
2: Is, this is important for the country to know. So when I asked the question, when the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it, And I asked you if it was a guess or a lie. You said you don't know. You said you think it was hope. So what we do know is it wasn't the truth. So they were either guessing, lying, or hoping, and communicating that information to 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 the citizens of this country.
3: Clear message that is coming through. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated.
1: And we're seeing it in the data unvaccinated Americans account for virtually all recent COVID-19 hospitalizations and deaths.
3: We still to this day do not have data on people who are coming into the hospitals who are vaccinated. That is a data point that we have lacked. There is a clear message that is coming through.
5: This has also been ignored. The amount of miscarriages and still births that increased drastically due to your advice to get vaccinated, pregnant women again, not people. And then we could go on and on about the tragic stories of myocarditis and many other things. But my question for you today, Dr. Walensky, is now that you're going to be leaving the CDC pretty soon, what job are you going to take? Are you going to be on the board of either Pfizer or Moderna? Because you've done one hell of a job at making sure that they've made a lot of money.
3: Um, <laughs>
5: and I yield back. Thank you for that
3: question. Maybe first I will comment that um, CDC is not responsible for the purchase of vaccines. So I can't speak to the to all of the economics that you spoke to. Um, I will do want to talk a minute about the vaccine adverse um, reporting, vaccine-adverse event reporting system. So that system is intended for any person who has gotten a vaccine. If they have an untoward event after that vaccine, whether or not it's related to the vaccine, they report. It is intended to have an over-reporting, All of the vaccines, not all, most of the vaccines that were being given, I remember we We gave 676 million doses of the vaccine. Any adverse event, if you got hit by a truck after you got your vaccine, that was reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. We at CDC have a responsibility to comb through every single one of them, to review the medical charts, and to see if they are related. It is the case that the vaccine doesn't prevent being- Ms. Walensky, I'll reclaim
5: my time. You did nothing about that and continued to push vaccines. That's what the American people care about. We review all of the things that come into
3: the vaccine adverse event reporting system. I'd be happy to have our staff educate your staff
5: on the way. I don't want my staff educated. You should educate the American people about what you've done of 1.5 million reports because they feel like you've done nothing and continue to say safe and effective.
3: Um, Maybe I will just close by saying um, I don't have plans after I uh, step down. Thank you. Reporting
6: factor of 30 in a period of view, always under shots. The next one is by, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of the kind of establishment done that,
1: um, let me do it. He did it. So never use Facebook again, right? I mean, that's how, that's where we should be at this point. He admitted that they reached out and said, Zuckerberg censor these things. And you didn't go no free speech. I mean, it's just, it's, this is sad. This, this shouldn't be praised. what he just said. This is an after-the-fact, three years down the line, children already suffering. Oh, maybe we should have done this. Come on. That's sad. These people are trying to skate away after they knowingly played their parts. Now, here is an example of what's really going on. Dr. Peter McCullough testifies the truth about the number of people who died from the COVID injections. Estimates are
6: <clears throat> from three different sources. One from Colombia. By Pentazatos and Sullivan, in 2021 alone, based on U.S. Census data and Vaccine Administration data, 178,000 Americans died due to the vaccine. 2021 alone—that's one estimate. Remember that most of these are undershots based on every every metric, and you know, things like Bayer's are almost always undershots. The next one is by Skidmore and colleagues, Michigan State University, using social sciences data of people who knew. Others who died of the vaccine. This number came in for 2021 at 278,000 Americans. At the time of December of 2021, the CDC told America 9,000 Americans had died of the COVID 19 vaccine. The CDC, now that's what they had reported to them. Remember, if we don't have the vaccine card and we don't have the lot numbers and we don't have all the details, because when we enter Tavares, doctors enter Tavares, by the way, 86% of the time it's a doctor, a coroner, a health care professional. If we don't have all the information, we can't make the entry because we have to put our name on the line on a VAERS report. But 9,000 deaths, the vast majority occurred on the day they took the shot or a few days afterwards, times a standard under-reporting factor that's in the FDA record by David Wiseman. And this is a conservative number, under-reporting factor of 30. In the peer reviewed published literature right now, there's underreporting factors of th- 35 and 40. But let's take 30, and we're at 9,000 deaths. It's three times nine, it's 270,000 for 2021. 270. So if we have lost a quarter million Americans in 2021 and a similar number in 2022 due to the vaccine, now we're up to 500,000 Americans lost and now Josh Sterling who under oath in the text in the uh, United States Senate using US overall all cause mortality data and UK all cause mortality data he's estimating the vaccine is responsible for 600,000 lives lost this is more than the civil war this is a modern day american tragedy that's happening people are being pitted with losing their job and losing their livelihood or losing their life with a vaccine. And no one's apologizing for it. Have
7: you ever used orphans to study an experimental vaccine? Yes. Have you ever used the mentally handicapped to study an experimental vaccine?
8: Um, I don't... Recollect ever doing studies in uh, mentally handicapped individuals. Um, uh, at the time, in the 1960s, it was not an uncommon uh, practice.
7: So, um, you're saying I'm, I'm not clear on your answer. I'm sorry. Did you did you Have you ever used mentally handicapped to study an experimental vaccine?
8: What I'm saying is I don't recall specifically having done that, but that um, in the 1960s, it was not unusual to do that. And I I wouldn't deny that uh, I may have done so. Okay.
7: Have you ever used babies of mothers in prison to study an experimental vaccine? Yes. Have you ever used individuals under colonial rule to study an experimental vaccine? Yes. Did you do so in the Belgian Congo? Yes. Did that experiment involve almost a million people? Well, um, well, all all right, yes, Okay. okay.
9: If you actually do this exercise, and you say, well, what would have to be true for these trials to be wildly misleading about the utility of this particular drug? Well, they would have to be either built to fail in Mm -hmm. some subtle way, or they would have to report evidence in a misleading fashion that it created a false impression of no efficacy. Actually, both of these things are in there, right? They're right there to be found. Now, the fact that it took incredibly smart people weeks to unpack what actually the methods meant in order to figure out how the trials were built to fail, right? That's a story in itself. No method section should be so complex that it takes a group of people, you know, weeks to unpack what was actually (laughs) done. The method section should be straightforward. Yeah. Um, But, you know, let's take, for example, the... Um, bizarre, and as far as I know, as yet completely unexplained BMI cutoff Mm -hmm. for the uh, increasing dosage of ivermectin. Ivermectin is a drug that um, is dosed based on body weight. And of course, COVID is a disease in which the hazard of the disease goes up spectacularly with uh, excess body weight. And so in order for... You know, So basically, people who are thin are at much less risk. And so you would expect a drug like ivermectin to be much less useful because they're not going to get sick. 100%. Um, And so you would expect if this was a highly effective drug, you would see it in people who were obese. Yep. And what do you find in the methods? Very subtly, you see the methods. If you read them uncarefully, they have a decent accelerating dose that goes up with BMI. Yeah. But cryptically, there's a cutoff at which for no reason they stop increasing the dose, which means it specifically underdoses the patients who are likely to be sickest and therefore creates the impression that the drug is not effective. Brett, that, that point you made, like for someone like you or me,
10: you know, when I see that, like I don't even spend, like I know exactly what they're doing. Right. I mean, there is no rational explanation. So, never before, right? So, ivermectin, right? It's used uh, for decades and given out across continents, right? To, to rid the world of parasitic diseases. It also happens to be an antiviral, as we know. But, you know, in the decades of use, never has anyone heard of a weight limit to dose it. You dose it per kilogram body weight, period. It distributes to the fatty tissues. You have more fat. You can need a higher dose, right? And suddenly in these trials in COVID, and I I like how you say, like, I don't think it's even that subtle. What I find is when you read the methods, it's just simply stated. It's not like, you know, they give you their rationale or they just say, you know, this drug in the intervention group, it was drugged according to this schedule and uh, anyone above, let's say, 85 kilograms, 95 kilograms um, received that top dose. And it's just stated there as if that's normal. So a casual reader will just read and say, okay, they, they had an upper weight limit to dosing. I'm sure it was because of safety, right? Safety, Brett? Is that is that what it was? <laughs> you, you know, you, that, But that's what someone would presume, that there's no nefariousness there. When I saw it, I was like, what is this weight limit? And then you have to ask yourself, then why would they put a weight limit? If, if it's an extremely safe drug, it's dosed according to weight, why would they do it? And, and there's only one answer to that. Right. Which is what you said, is that it's a brilliant way of mitigating or trying to disappear the efficacy. It's it's going to be strongest in the obese. The, the highest risk is where you're going to see the biggest benefits. And it,
9: it's not that subtle, Brett. Well, I don't think it's <laughs> not that subtle. I mean, again, you know, your point about uh, doctors reading abstracts. This is scientists, too. And it's a, an expected effect of the competitive nature of these disciplines right people are trying to get the biggest bang for their buck and there's diminishing returns in reading the details of the papers so people economize and Mm -hmm. it's wrong because the bodies are buried elsewhere you know Mm -hmm. um you know a a mentor of mine uh, used to joke he would say may all your abstracts come true Right, (laughs) you know, are their own uh, their own species. Yep. Um, But in this case, especially, you know, and Alex Berenson, how could somebody who understands as much on the vaccine side be as easily duped as he's been on the repurposed drug side? Right. It's just not that hard. Right. If you go look, and you know, frankly, the work has been done. We now do have a a very good description of exactly how these trials were built to self-sabotage. And then, I mean, the irony of ironies here, of course, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, is that you've got pharma, which is expert in making trials that make drugs look better and safer than they are, and expert, it turns out, in making drugs look less effective and less safe than they are. And it sets up trials to fail, designed to fail, and the drug is good enough that they don't actually fail. But the efficacy <laughs> is still reflected in these trials if you look at the data. If you look at the presentation, it's quite different. And so oh. you know, how much of this do you have to see before you have the equivalent of my what the fuck is going on moment? Yeah. Right. As <laughs> soon as you see that, it's like, well, I can't tell you what the truth of it is, but I can certainly tell you I don't trust
8: this paper. My about how it actually works. How the system actually works to go against people that are dissenters i have no questions because i was in the middle of it i saw it i saw it happen i saw the cnn thing where they made my face yellow and said i was taking horse medication which is that the most the, to say that and repeat that over and over
7: again is such a clear indication that they conspired it's such a because it's this it's uniform it's horse dewormer uniform
8: a medication that's used far more often on human beings. It's been prescribed for... Bill- billions.
1: Yeah, it's insane. And the uh, fact and that... Won, and won the Nobel Prize for for uh, efficacy in humans. Yeah, in humans. Yeah. It was wild. It was just but wild. They had, they had to do it. They had to discredit ivermectin. Because, you know why? Because there's a federal law. The Federal law, the Emergency Use Authorization Statute says that you cannot issue you cannot issue an emergency use authorization to a vaccine if there is an existing medication that has been approved for any purpose that had that is demonstrated effective against the target illness so they had to destroy ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and discredit it, and they had to tell everybody it's not effective because if they had acknowledged that it's effective in anybody the whole 200 billion dollar vaccine enterprise would have collapsed. All residents must remain indoors until the voluntary quarantine has been lifted. Alert! Phase 5 pandemic has not been lifted. Alert! State of emergency remains in place.
8: So it's time once again to ante up on veiled threats from angst-filled elites. Bill Gates was speaking at a security conference in Europe where, by the way, they're doing all kinds of creepy stuff in the backlash to immigration and terrorism and just the rise of hysteria throughout the whole region, and he talked about how health threats are now interlaced with security threats. Because the terrorists of tomorrow are going to be using genetic engineering technology and computers to create synthetic viruses. We also
7: face a new threat that the next epidemic uh, has a good chance of originating on a computer screen of a terrorist intent on using genetic engineering to create a synthetic version of the smallpox virus or a contagious, contagious and highly deadly strain of flu.
8: And he paints a very grim and dark picture of what would happen if a respiratory spread pathogen were to basically hit a population. And he explains how it would kill 30 million people in just one year. Whether
7: it occurs by the quirk of nature at the hand of a terrorist, epidemiologists show through their models that a respiratory spread pathogen would kill more than 30 million people in less than a year. And there is a reasonable probability of that taking place.
8: And the thing that makes this such a disturbing scenario is the words he uses, the hints he makes, that, well, it could be a quirk of nature, or it could be a terror attack, you just never know. When behind it all, there's a mentality and an organization that wants to reduce the population and that relies on fear to control political events. And while ostensibly... Uh, this is a security issue to be prevented. What makes this creepy statement even more diabolical is the fact that Bill Gates is the very one who's made these veiled statements before about vaccines lowering the population by 10 or 15%. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great
7: job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower
8: that by perhaps 10 or 15%. The disease itself can also be spread by the vaccines because there's blowback, there's resistance, and and there's a triggering of autoimmune effects that has the possibility of spreading a viral mutation that no one is going to be prepared for. That's the kind of thing that Bill Gates is talking about. He's in a class of people who've called for a population reduction. He's in a class of people that use shocks and tremors and events in media to make world events happen and to dictate from the top down. There was a professor at Arizona State University that joked about the movie Contagion and said people should go out and create better viruses using genetic engineering to help with overpopulation. He actually joked about the very act of terrorism that Bill Gates is warning about in this clip.
10: uh, Should we concern ourselves with feeding 8 plus billion in the first place or should we allow natural forces of carrying capacity?
8: Has anybody seen Contagion?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: that's the answer. Go so out and use genetic engineering to create a better virus. I
8: forty-five mean, percent of the world population is <laughs> to go and. There's a mentality among the people pushing these things, testing them in labs, developing them. And this is the new threat. Genetic engineering and synthetic viruses are going to come into play and that the technology is now basically in many, many hands. It's spread out, the threat's diffuse, and it could come from anywhere. The 2009 swine flu pandemic was a huge test to see how the population would react uh, to basically uh, a strain of the swine flu that could only have been engineered and artificially mutated into what ended up being released. And to top that all off, while you had just fear gripping headlines and just people on the verge of panic, not knowing what to do, you had a whistleblower come forward to expose the fact that World Health Organization officials had been colluding with vaccine makers and talking about wanting to have a level 5 pandemic and wanting to have a big public anxiety about it so they could drive vaccine cells, the swine flu, and for many other potential pathogens. And this outbreak could be any number of things, He's talking about a really deadly, easily spread, artificially created flu, uh, bird flu, swine flu, any other strain. Or he's talking about a new synthetic smallpox. The labs have the archives of the naturally occurring smallpox, which has been officially wiped out in the world. And now they have the next generation sitting on the shelf, waiting for accidents to happen, and waiting for malintent. For
1: maximum safety and to prevent the spread of the virus. Please comply with health authorities during routine vaccination and physical inspections. Remember, a healthy tomorrow depends upon your cooperation and compliance. Be well. Variant, which is the overwhelming variant right now has a mutation in a special part of the virus called the furin cleavage site. What that does, it makes it more efficient at infecting cells so that the amount of virus that's in your system when you get delta is ten hundred maybe a thousand times more virus than we had previously with the old variants so that's why one is more contagious because you're shedding a lot more virus in your nose and mouth if you're not vaccinated but second if you get it you don't have a few days to think about it you go you go down pretty rapidly and wow. uh, and, uh, you know, not even time to get a monoclonal antibody therapy. So so this Delta is not messing around. It is a, It has evolved into a finely tuned, you know, killing machine. And it arose out of an unvaccinated population in India. So as we fail to vaccinate the world, these new variants start developing. And that's now what's affecting our
0: country. So this is the, um, this will be the slides version. I've already played the videos videos and the video audio. This first slide is um, from Sudden and Unexpected. Do you remember all those YouTube social influencers pushing the experimental COVID-19 shots during the pandemic? Well, many of them have turbo cancer now, rough. So a lot of these people got cancer, uh, brutalized their immune system, and they all probably got paid to promote the gene therapy kill shot. This is uh, Kat A. Months ago, Matt Taibbi revealed the disturbing Aspen Institute plan to roll out the misinformation disinformation legislation worldwide and use AI to exact immediate surveillance. In the UK, this was found to be true with the AI firm Logistics at the center of the disinformation unit, a firm that prided itself on being able to stop misinformation before it went viral. Senator Alex Antic suspects the UK firm MNC Saatchi retained in Australia did the same. Foreign firms representing globalist interests were being used to silence Australian voices and almost certainly engaging AI technology to exact immediate surveillance. Wow. I mean, it's just incredible. So just a total global um, surveillance. state. It's all very important. This whole understanding the mis- and disinformation kind of regimen or whatever regime it's because it's in the eye of the beholder. It's subjective. Whatever you want to call misinformation, you can. I did three shows on that, on the um, Missouri versus Biden, which was all about this, the industrial complex, industrial censorship complex, which is still around. I mean, it's basically, it's so obviously unconstitutional First Amendment. Even they, when they were implementing it, were talking about the First Amendment issues. They knew it. Michael Chosodovsky, June 5th. The report is a bombshell. Vaccine was launched in mid-December 2020. By the end of February 2021, so two months later, Pfizer had already received more than 1,200 reports of deaths allegedly caused by the vaccine, it's really not a vaccine, the shot, and tens of thousands of reported adverse events, including one-tenth of pregnancies spontaneously aborted and 2,000 reports of cardiac disorders. This confidential Pfizer report provides data over a very period, short period of time, so they knew. The data from mid-2020 to the end of February 2021 unequivocally confirms manslaughter. Based on the evidence, Pfizer had the responsibility to immediately cancel and withdraw the shot. Implies criminal intent. Yeah, these are monsters. Winry, The risk of COVID-19 also varied by the number of COVID-19 vaccine doses previously received. The higher the number of vaccines previously received, the higher the risk of contracting COVID-19. James Melville. COVID vaccines, net zero, farmland, seed production, genetically modified crops, lab-grown milk, AI, CBDC software, digital ID, social, solar geoengineering, WHO funding, media funding, Bill Gates has a finger in every pie. Paul Alexander, COVID spike protein, S1 subunit from virus or vaccine, induces fibrinogen resistant to fibrinolysis, predisposes to hypercoagulation, and microclots in lungs as well. Texas Lindsay, the real story is being missed here. There's a shortage of cancer drugs because there's a massive increase in advanced advanced stage cancers in our country, which might be one of the highest increases in cancer on record. And then this is an article from NBC News. The FDA is working with the Chinese drug maker to import the chemotherapy drug Cisplatin, a strategy aimed at ramping up supply amid an ongoing shortage of the drug in the U.S. Peter Halligan, anti-human cultist in the European Union and who established cartel on global digital vaccine passports. Wow, that's great. It's just what we need. Alex Berenson, breaking myocarditis from mRNA COVID jabs likely killed hundreds of healthy young adults globally, a new study suggests. Top South Korean researchers say mRNA shots cause far more sudden cardiac deaths in people under 45 than doctors have realized or reported. What about the subclinical myocarditis? That should be very, very worrying. This is a picture of Gruesome uh, Newsome, just that evil joker smile. we all just San Francisco totally destroyed. Leading report. Breaking presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. claims Pfizer funneled $12 million to CNN anchor Anderson Cooper as part of a deal to promote to promote mRNA COVID jabs to the American public. So who else got money too? There's Donald Trump, New York liberal billionaire gets thousands of right wingers to inject themselves with poison and they love him for it. Yeah, yeah he's kept pretty mum about the whole situation. And then this is uh, Dr. Bakhti, in summary, why LNPs and mRNA are so dangerous. McKernan describes the integration risk into DNA from vaccine contaminants. McKernan describes the contaminants in the vaccine that he found one million times more than you would be deemed positive for in a PCR test, and it is injected past your immune barriers. McKernan describes efforts to work out whether the DNA contamination is inside or outside the LNP and the risks of DNA contamination. DNA is inside the LNPs to a large degree, which is more dangerous to the genome and cells than naked DNA. Be aware of all mRNA therapy drugs. There are two versions of the spike code floating around that persist much longer than anticipated. They lied about it right? Big Pharma never demonstrated translation fidelity, and errors cause knock-on problems. The answer is that the product is not clean, and they don't want to show it. Who's pushed to use mRNA and everything must be stopped? Flu and RSV mRNA is here yet. Don't take a shot ever. You have to be insane. This is uh, Walensky back in the day, March 2021. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, the theme of this episode. Our data from the CDC today suggests that vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Total lie. Paul Alexander. CDC lied in their facts about the mRNA technology based on COVID gene injection. And Ro- Rochelle Walensky must be made to answer why would she lie to the public in this way? Malone, Karika, Weissman must also answer as to what and when they knew about how long mRNA spike subunits, etc., stay in the body. If it stayed in the injection site and reverse transcription, M, DNA plasmids, etc. below CDC scrub site. Yeah. Just massive evil. The inactivity of the DOJ, the administration, and the FBI tells you everything you need to know. Kid Rock. On the left is the former vice president of Monsanto, a company that poisons everything you consume. On the right is the current deputy commissioner from the FDA, an agency that protects you from companies like Monsanto. This is legal. It's a picture of the same guy. Heiko Shoning. The era, era of bioweapons has begun. How we protect In his presentation at the 18th AZK, Heiko Schoening opens the eyes for how much the world is afflicted by bioterrorism. Schoening not only reveals how early the foundation was laid for a gigantic criminal cartel consisting of politics, banks, corporations, media, etc. He also presents a way out, a peaceful investigative common path. That's in multiple languages. He put out a book, too. That book is called Game Over. COVID-19 anthrax-01. Last name is spelled S-C-H-O-N-I-N-G. This is, uh, I think, Steve Kirsch. Yet yeah, mainstream America still refusing to listen to the wisdom of the Amish, preferring to place their trust in big pharma and the mainstream media. To make a point, Steve Kirsch is offering $2,500 to the first person who can find more than a handful of unvaxed Amish who died from COVID in Lancaster, Pennsylvania during the entire pandemic. So far, nobody can come up with more than five names because no more than five Amish people died from COVID. Yet the establishment is still persisting with the fake news that unvaxxed Amish communities were decimated by COVID. Yeah, just lied about everything. These are demon people. you are literally run by demon people. Both parties. This is uh, Matthias Desmay. May just about kind of, I don't want to read, it's too long. It's really just about uh, mass formation psychosis. Aaron Cariotti, remember the J&J COVID shot? One of the three that people were forced to take under pain of losing their job? Well, the FDA quietly removed its authorization. New CDC study confirms that almost every American has COVID-19 antibodies. The CDC study revealed an increase in the percentage of Americans who had significant antibody protection against COVID-19. Yeah, it's already gone through the whole system. Everybody's immune. Paul Alexander, adverse effects of COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. The spike hypothesis researchers reported that adverse effects following vaccination have been noted, which may relate to a pro-inflammatory action in the lipid nanoparticles used, or the delivered mRNA and its subunits. Denis Rancourt, breaking. Repeated mRNA injections reviewed probably make you more susceptible to death and disease. Darn, we are so sorry about that. Health officers will never say. Here's the clarification of position. The mass injuries and deaths by the mRNA DNA injections are intentional. They should be investigated as a crime of mass murder and attempted mass murder by poisoning. The lack of any enforcement action by HHS on the injuries and deaths is also intentional. This is demonstrated by the now very obvious refusal of the officialdom to stop them or limit them in any way, despite clear evidence of their harm. HHS is following the orders of National Security Council and the DOD As the Chief Operating Officer of Operation Warp Speed, the HHS is operating under the military command structure. Debbie Lerman has identified NSC in charge of COVID policy in her past writing, and I'm grateful to her for pointing me that direction. The organizational structure that is responsible for the execution of this crime in the U.S. can be described as follows. POTUS to NSC to DOD to HHS, state and local health authorities, owners and administrators of health delivery settings, and local vaccinators. All men and women in positions of authority in the above organizational structure operate treasonously and under the color of law. What organization is above the treasonous U.S. officials, I can only guess. I do not believe it's the market forces of investors wanting returns and new marvelous tech of the MRNA platform. I have familiarity with both market forces and with central command control structures, and I'm convinced that there is a centralized global control of this operation due to the perfectly implemented global lockstep procedures, and control of all governments. The US alone cannot do this. This is a nurse holding a death thing. I'm just doing my job. Dr. Suturit Bhakti, routine introduction of gene-based vaccine spells the downfall of mankind. Yeah, they are trying to kill off everybody. Because the DNA is packaged with lipid nanoparticles, the implications of this discovery are truly earth-shaking. Cellular uptake of the bacterial chromosomes is pre-programmed, and this immediately equates with alteration of the genome with nightmarish possible and probable consequences. Mark these words. Routine introduction of gene-based vaccines spells the downfall of man and mankind. Reflect on what happens when a foreign gene is allowed to circulate and enter cells throughout your body. Production of non-self proteins, flu, measles, hepatitis, you name it, but cannot provoke an immune attack on your cells. The intensity of the attack will rise with each and every booster. As the genes get stronger, the harm gets larger and larger. Yeah, bioweapon. American Airlines tr- struggles with pilot deficit, grounds 150 aircraft. So yeah, the attack was much worse than people comp- comprehend. They're, they're in a kind of hypno state. It's probably the same thing happened during the Holocaust or World War II. They just couldn't comprehend what was happening the invasion of Russia, something like that. Nashville, Angela, May 2023. This review shows that spectrum of neurological side effects of the CSE2Vs broad, ranging from severity from mild to severe, and that the outcome ranges from full recovery to death. Neurological adverse reactions occur with any type of SARS-CoV-2 vaccine are varied. It can range from mild to severe, treatable or hardly treatable, and should be taken seriously to initiate early treatment and thus improve the outcome and avoid fatalities. That's from Clinical Psychopharmacology and Neuroscience. One COVID lockdown lunatic to another from Rochelle Walensky, easily the most inept and competent CDC director in history, to loon Mandy Cohen threatened to sue union county school board over loosening quarantine rules in september 2021 when this ding dong already knew that kids had near zero risk going from stupid to stupider as the new cdc director so that's the mandy cohen is the new one picked by the white house just another monster peter halligan from the wtf files north korea appointed to white uh world health organization executive board Presumably because it knows how to enforce slavery amongst its population. Just in case you had any doubts, the rank, moral, decrepitude of the Who. Yeah, just totally evil people everywhere. This is uh, exclusive. Ministers had chilling secret unit to curb lockdown dissent. Critics of COVID restrictions targeted by counter disinformation team at the heart of the government. That's in the UK. William Mackis, new article, recent news on pilots. Co-pilots dying suddenly is now normal, top EU court ruled. Artificial intelligence could soon co-pilot planes. Massive pilot shortages in U.S. and Canada. Hundreds of grounded planes. That's, That's disturbing. Alex Berenson. Joe Biden is about to pick the worst possible person to become the next CDC head. I'm not exaggerating. Dr. Mandy Cohen, the likely choice, is a public health COVID authoritarian and former chief of staff to censor in chief Andy Slavitt. She's already been picked. And I guess Berenson is suing Andy Slavitt in his efforts to censor him. Her choice suggests Slavit still has considerable influence in the Biden administration two years after officially leaving the White House. The Vigilant Fox, embarrassing CDC outbreak drops a nuclear bomb on the safe and effective narrative. The CDC held a conference in April. 99.4% of the 1,800 attendees had at least one dose. The COVID outbreak occurred. 181 tested positive. Of all 81 cases, 181 cases, all were vaccinated. So after turning neighbors on neighbors, forcing people out of work, and killing and injuring countless people in the name of slowing the spread, nearly 100% of compliant crowd can't even slow the spread of its own event. Is it time for the government to issue an apology to the unvaccinated? They should issue an apology to everybody. Vaccination is an assault on the body, health, and life and should be resisted even unto death. This is a barbaric vaccine agenda to inject 24 different diseases into a baby in 24 weeks, multiple times. Robin Minotti, they used AI bots in order to convince parents to inject their children with toxic substances, a.k.a. vaccines. The effectiveness of chatbots on COVID vaccine confidence and acceptance in Thailand, Hong Kong, and Singapore. So AI was rolled out to uh, as a force multiplier. There's Bill Gates, the face you make when, every, when you tried to kill everyone and accidentally woke them up. This is David Morgan, an officer from South Wales Police just paid a visit to my home, alleging they have received a series of reports of hate being posted on Twitter by myself. I asked to see some examples and predictably, predictably was not given a single one. Association between childhood hyper-vaccination and autism. Intensity and multiplicity of routine vaccine schedule may explain autism epidemic. Peter McCullough. Yeah, this is all intentional. They've been doing it for years. As enthusiasm for the vax falls even lower and millions of unwanted doses expire, the German press discover that maybe Big Pharma and their political enablers are not our friends after all. Wow, they finally realize that crazy. Dr. Naomi Wolf uncovers Pfizer's depopulation agenda as evidenced by its own documents. This is a mystery novel in which the question is, how do we stop women from having healthy babies? That's the story of the Pfizer documents. This is a meme, the unvaxxed heart swelling with pride, yeah. Bill Gates wasn't the only high-profile figure issuing alarmist comments about COVID-19. Ezekiel Emanuel, a special advisor to the director general of the World Health Organization and the architect for Obamacare, emphatically declared on April 2020 that the United States wouldn't be able to return to normal until a COVID-19 vaccine was available. So they're already pushing the vaccine back then. Ezekiel, brother to Democratic Party operative Rahm Emanuel, guessed that it could take 12 to 18 months to develop such a vaccine. Emanuel told MSNBC, if we prematurely end that physical distancing and the other measures keeping it at bay, Deaths could skyrocket into the hundreds of thousands, if not a million. We cannot return to normal until there's a vaccine. Conferences, concerts, sporting events, religious services, dinner in a restaurant, none of that will resume until we find a vaccine, a treatment, or a cure. Yeah, that guy should be watched by the police. Man, it's so bad. This is the new demon, Mandy Cohen. Back in 2020, she was wearing a face mask with Anthony Fauci on it. Dude, I wouldn't believe any word out of her mouth. I'd probably just do the opposite of anything she said. Michael Yeadon, there can only be strategic intent here, not mishap or even coincidence. Premeditated mass murder. Alarming data from Canada and vaccines of scandal. It's all intentional kill. Peter Halgan from the MSN himself, who has done more homework than entire faculties. Here is a post with links for everyone everywhere to get the inside track on the rewrite of the international health regulations that will cement a global monopoly, relegating sovereignty and self-determination to slave status. This is the Borg, unelected with dictatorial powers, handed over by governments around the world to unelected and incompetent bureaucrats who will gleefully eject you with experimental poisons. That's from James Roguski. Outrageous World Health Organization power grab. That's who Ezekiel Emanuel is, quote, advising, unquote. These advisors are dangerous. They, they get people to do things, give suggestions, but they never take the, the blame for it, the fall for it. Jared A. Chambers. Let's see. Craig Kelly, forget the Royal Commission. They should be arrested now and sent straight to trial. The unvaccinated are being singled out and targeted with remdesivir in our hospitals. I suspected this based upon anecdotal evidence, but now we have a smoking gun document. This is a criminal act. Negligence at best, if not homicide. Even the World Health Organization is recommended against remdesivir. They know it kills. So why, when the evidence shows that remdesivir has such a high kill rate, would they target the unvaccinated with such a toxic drug when there are so many safe alternatives available and if remdesivir is so good why do the treatment protocols recommend it be given to unvaccinated for 45 year olds but not 75 year olds in a sane world you'd never believe it but these people have form just look at how they blocked ivermectin and mandated injections to young people without a care about how many people they killed they're just murderers what's going on i don't understand i really don't understand like the police and it's just craziness Steve Kirsch, the data is clear. The more vaccines you give your child, the more likely they will develop chronic diseases, including autism. Here's a quick summary of my survey of the parents of 10,000 kids. The results agree with other studies that have been done. The medical community refuses to do these studies. Why not prove us wrong? Boom, Malcolm Roberts, Australia, excess deaths, truth bombs. Why do we have 30,000 excess deaths? Cut the crap, the waffle, and tell me what's caused these startling excess deaths. That's equivalent to two Boeing 747s crashing every week for a year with no survivors. The rise of the medical emergency. Medical emergency is the new died suddenly. It is the new thing. I've been noticing more and more the rise of this term. Children's health defense. Breaking family of 24-year-old who died from COVID vaccine sues DOD in groundbreaking case willful misconduct yeah that's good dd denslow the british government knows about the vaccine deaths but they are prepared to use psychology in every single verbal written and media message about covid and the vaccine policy they yeah. are just gonna lie all the way through walter chestnut a lethal beacon spike protein endothelial disease is also spike protein neuron disease the spike protein acts as a flare causing infiltration of leukocytes via complement activation to attack Infected tissue. Yeah. I played this, Dr. David Martin. Breaking Cleveland study clinic, which found that the higher number of vaccines previously received, the higher the risk of contracted COVID 19 has been peer review published. Cleveland Clinic is the number two hospital in the world. Joel Smalley, for a while now, I've said that the remaining pandemic is only one of cognitive dis- dissonance. Recent firsthand stories of multiple vaccine injured remaining ignorant of the cause of their sudden aggressive cancers, heart issues, etc., confirms this. However, just like McKay said about the madness of crowds, people will eventually come to their senses one by one. For many, it will be too late. Even those like Ben have no idea what type of kind of lifetime injury they may have caused themselves. Call it karma if you like. Take sympathy if that's your thing. But one thing you cannot avoid, no matter how dogmatic you are, is the truth. It will always get you in the end. And this is, uh, editor at Pro Vaccine Publication experienced Serious adverse event after second Pfizer shot. <clears throat> in our backwards world, journalism hides and obscures rather than exposes and investigates. That's from Anish. Brav of... Rav Aurora. Suicide surge due to devastating harms from mRNA technology-based COVID gene vaccines. Yes, 100%. We are seeing a disturbing escalation in catastrophic stories about killing themselves. Very sad, tragic, gut-wrenching. Trinidad Tobago, young woman, kills herself after adverse effects from Pfizer shot. Italian swimmer, personal trained, kills himself. That's Paul Alexander. This is a meme. We both said things we didn't mean, but that's all behind us now. And then this guy said, I meant every word. You prove yourself to be a dangerous order follower and a threat to those around you. Why are hospitals still using remdesivir? Good question. This is an old email from Peter Dazek, 2016. Dear Jenny, this is terrific. We are happy to hear that our gain-of-function research funding pause has been lifted. Cheers, Peter. So it's gain-of-function funding stuff just mass murder 10 swimmers collapsing suddenly dying and one killing themselves having taken the mrna technology covid-based gene injection why is the media silent maccus presents the 10 cogently good scholarship this another one. matthew Aldred. coronaviruses and the demyelination of the cns central nervous system what have they done they murder people This is a post office worker. 19 people have died on my route. 19 people in the last four months. It's normal for one or two to go in about a year period of time. I'm freaking out. Some of my favorite people have died. It's from died suddenly. This is like a young kid playing basketball. Xander collapsed after returning home from a basketball practice where he was forced to wear a mask. They treated him for cerebral hypoxia. Wow. Independent journalist A.J. Benza says he spoke to someone in the room with Jamie Foxx who said Foxx has a blood clot in the brain after getting vaccinated. According to the source, Foxx did not want the vaccine, vaccine, but the movie studio forced him to get it if he wanted to stay in the film. No word on the accuracy of this claim yet. Heather just turned 30. She was a young, vibrant lady who took the COVID shot, Moderna booster, within 14 months on a feeding tube. She was 94 pounds in Jan. Now she's at 80 pounds, cannot talk. She can only react to questions. She looks yeah. suffering terrible. Next, 36-year-old Kayla Pollock will never walk again. She has had a hard time coping and at times no longer wants to live. After the COVID shot, she became paralyzed from the neck down, transverse myelitis. Doctors told her illness is a rare and life-altering side effect of the COVID-19 vaccination. Well, that's that's comforting. 52-year-old animal activist Chris Takaz died in his sleep on May 26, 2023. Propaganda and disinformation are deadly. Had Chris taken ivermectin instead of Moderna, he might still be alive today. 55-year-old basketball coach, PE teacher Kevin Zubke died April 30th, 2023. He developed a rare blood disorder that caused a cardiac arrest. TTP is a rare blood disorder commonly caused by Pfizer mRNA vaccine. I'm going to keep doing this until everyone wakes up. Mark Petri died of a massive heart attack because nothing says massive heart attack like a slender forty-year-old, some forty-something-year-old. He's incredibly lucky that he was vaccinated for a virus that posed zero risk to him. Dinner with parents. Then Thud goes up to the room. Jessica died suddenly at twenty-four years old. A cardiac arrest and then a short hospitalization at the hospital in conegliano but jessica andriada never woke up Murder. 30 year old tiffany is a military wife and mermaid performer she's covid 19 vaccinated and had pulmonary emboli on may 22nd 2023 her 26 year old brother died in 2022 of pulmonary embolism multiple vax family members collapsing and she doesn't suspect the jab because she's dumb Maline Guevremont's health started to deteriorate after her third Pfizer shot. She went from being an active mother to being in a wheelchair for the last six months. She now has over 30 symptoms, some of which mimic motor neuron disease, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, and Guillain-Barré syndrome. This is uh, another note. If I decide to kill myself because of this vaccine, this poison, this bioweapon literally ruined my cardiovascular system. It caused my heart to beat irregularly, caused my heart to hurt significantly. Myocarditis, pericarditis. My beats per minute increased from 62 to 122 to 131 beats per minute. My blood pressure went from 119 over 76 to 144 over 104. My heart has also been enlarged. This shot also caused my right lung to have pain. I'm being gaslighted by healthcare professionals, friends, and family. Sure you are. It hurts. I worked hard to be successful and to have a peace of mind. This shot has prevented me from pursuing fitness goals, health goals, work goals, and education goals. Everything has been stripped from me. Never imagined something like this would ruin me. I remember praying to God as a teenager. Even though the room was dark, my eyes lit up when they were closed, and I felt pure after my prayer. I know God is real, and Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Never thought I would be suicidal, but life is strange like that. I hope everyone else never gives up like this. Keep pushing forward and live good, long lives. Make each second count. Love to all. Thirty-four-year-old Emma Colesley used to surf, ride a bike every day, drive her son to school, etc. but now her legs don't work properly anymore. A month after her second COVID shot, she woke up with numbness that hasn't ceased She's been to top neurologists in the country and nobody has figured out what's wrong. I can tell you what's wrong. You took a bioweapon. Vance Murphy, there are millions of liberals injured by the vaccine, but will never admit it. Prove me wrong. Tiffany is a raging leftist who was four times vaccinated. She, she suffered a pulmonary embolism and is still clueless. 39-year-old oncology nurse Tara Schilling died May 28, 2023, following a short battle with cancer. We have obituaries full of short battles. Four Singapore Airlines pilots die suddenly, May 2023. Hi, I'm 36 years old. I became quad in February this year after my last vaccination. I'm very having a very hard time coping to the point where I've not wanted to continue living like this. My injury is C5. I have terrible neuropathy that doesn't help things. I'm looking for a support person, a mentor, a friend who would be willing to talk to me and help me see a different side of things. I have a son, supportive partner, who unfortunately has to work long hours away, leaving me on my own. I live in Ontario, Canada, but do not have access to the amount of care hours that I see other people getting. The wait lists here are are outrageous. Seven hours a week max is what they offer in my rural area. My house is not accessible, so any tips on how how people have lived with no shower, a leg bag, And not being able to transfer without a lift would be great. Any advice, I will gladly listen. This is uh, Claudio Reyes, committed suicide, healthy, formerly healthy. Ended here. Jumped off the Rosello Bridge. Just, Just tales of tragedy, intentional murder. All your politicians are involved. All the people involved in the health agencies went sour and murdered hundreds of thousands of people in the United States.